Let's talk about glass motifs. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things in the store, baby. Let's talk about glass. Let's talk about glass a little bit, a little bit. Let's talk. <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, there's a little salt and pepper and a varwin there for you for, for glass motifs. My goodness. Quite the uproar going on in in the in the world of the Elder Scrolls Online. Sweet, sweet baby Jesus. Uh, we're gonna I'm gonna get into that in just a little bit, but first, um hi! Hello! Sorry, uh we have not been able to record a proper episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record in like two weeks. Um, here it is, September 28th, and I have no idea when we're going to be able to get out a episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Um, probably not this week. That's the reason why I'm, I'm doing this right now. Um, here's the thing, okay? Obviously, most of you out there know that I'm a, I'm a New York City cop. And, and so trying to do anything other than being a New York City cop is like ridiculously hard, let alone, uh, trying to, to effectively lead a podcasting network <laughs> and, uh, and a, um, and a show on my own and writing the show for the most part. So, um, researching, writing, producing, recording, uh, all of that. Highly, highly, highly intensive work um, on a week-to-week -week basis, and uh, trying to have time for that this month has been very challenging. But but we've been able to do it for the most part. Um, the problem is, is that every single year uh, there is this uh, there is this thing called the United Nations General Assembly. And that's when pretty much all the foreign dignitaries of the world kind of get get together in the United Nations building in Manhattan and, you know, do what they do and you see what they do and say all over the news. Um, it's a big deal for us in the NYPD because we, we literally take like three quarters of our patrol personnel and just drop them into Manhattan and make them stand footposts for 12 to 14 hours a day. And uh, this is done also on your days off. So, like, for the two weeks, <laughs> uh, if you have a day off, chances are you're working that day on a 12-hour footpost. So, I only record the show now on my days off. Uh, it just, it's just, it works better trying to get a show out when you you know you don't have to run to work or you know you're not at work and have to race home to get a show done so so i haven't been able to get really a day off um to do the show so that's the reason why and i i, I am i am very very sorry for that because i am very dedicated to you the listener which is the reason why uh at the crisp hour of 3 a.m uh <laughs> i am coming to you uh by myself with this uh, lone little update on the news. Now, uh, we've got a couple of things here that we want to touch on. Number one, uh, the big thing everyone's talking about right now is glass armor and holy freaking baby Jesus. Um, you're now able to buy that on the Crown Store. Plus, 
Um, we've got this tiny little thing that happened today, actually, the uh, official Twitter account for Elder Scrolls Online, at TES Online, where uh, they were able to uh, resurface their faces uh, from, from TwitchCon <laughs> for just a moment uh, to tweet out a little picture of Orsinium, the map of Orsinium, and basically give out uh, a teaser saying that this thing is is you know on its way and you know what i kind of hate myself for not having that right in front of me right now so i'm actually going to go onto twitter and, and show you or explain or describe uh what it is that they had tweeted out uh and then the also uh as i pull that up um also the big big news thing is is for um for you dear listener our Elder Scrolls Off the Record listener, our community members, uh, we have now combined all three of our Elder Scrolls Off the Record guilds into one guild called ESOTR, and I'm going to explain why we did that uh, toward the end of the show. Uh, real quick, um, yeah, let's do this first. So, okay, at TES Online tweeted out uh, a photo here of a map, an old map of Tamriel, it looks like, uh, of Orsinium. And it just says Orsinium. It's it's literally just a hand-drawn map of Orsinium with the Roth, Rothgarian Mountains in the, uh, the north there and uh, down into the south uh, where you can see uh, some, of the, some of the water. Uh, you'll see Wayrest sort of pointed out on the map there. Uh, and they say, hashtag ESOTU, hashtag Reforge Orsinium. Um, so that, that certainly sparked some some Twitter comments here. One from A Pirate says, how many crowns will it cost? And, uh, Matt A says, representing orcs, boy, please don't tell me level cap is going up. Of course, um, that level cap comment did garner a comment back from at TES online says it's not with a smiley face. So, so, Hey, guess what? Um, I won't be shoving a obnoxious, uh, petition down your throats again, uh, for <laughs> elder scrolls off the record <laughs> for elder scrolls online to be, uh, increasing the level cap. <laughs> so <laughs> no worries, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Level cap here is not going up with Orsinium, so um, and, and even if it were, I wouldn't be doing the petition thing that uh, clearly uh, was not received so well. Anyway, uh, let me tear my eyes away from the uh, available spectacle that is Twitter, and uh, let's kind of jive into here with some glass armor crap. Um, if you haven't seen Aloha Wendy's video on why offering glass armor motif style in the crown store is is a is a bad idea you should check it out because Aloha did a really good job at at sort of um explaining very briefly why it's a bad idea um I kind of want to take a minute to just sort of go through the step-by-step -step here the real nitty-gritty pieces of information that I don't think she was really able to kind of drop in her video um, 
and, and maybe just kind of just throw it out there as like, this is the reason why I believe Aloa was dead on with her opinions and why I completely and 110% agree with her and why I think it was really good of her to throw that video out. So if you haven't seen it, um, it's really something worth watching. It's on her her uh, her YouTube account, Aloa Wendy, um, E-L-L-O-A Wendy. So check that out. And uh, it's it's right there. So it's, it's definitely getting a lot of views. So, all right. Um, how do you learn glass style? Like, how does that, how do you, how do you figure that out? You know, when you, when you're crafting something, uh, you got to know the style first before you can even take the mats, the materials that you've, you've gathered up and be able to make this stuff. And of course, um, you always need like a certain little, a certain little thing, uh, like a, like a, like a piece of, I don't know, like a piece of something or other in order to um, turn it into that style. Um, for, for um, let's put it this way, for Nords you need, I believe it's called Corundum. Corundum Ore. And then like it takes everything that you're making and just turns it into that that Nordic style. Um, for, for glass, you need Malachite. Now, before I even touch Malachite, all right, let's look at the steps you need to do in order to learn how to craft for glass in the right way. Number one, all right, you need to be rank 10 crafter in either blacksmithing, clothier, or woodworking. That's number one, you have to be rank 10. Number two, you need 10 glass style motif fragments with merethic restorative resin. What does that even mean? Okay, so these these glass style motif fragments, these fragments, okay? You have to collect these fragments. And they're, they're like fragments of pages is really what they are. You collect these fragments of pages and you need 10 of them. You put these 10 fragments together to make these, these pages. And then you combine it with a merethic restorative resin and it creates a, um, a chapter. That chapter you consume and you'll learn one of either the one of the seven pieces of armor or one of the eight kinds of weapons in one of the three different armor styles, heavy, medium, or light. So just to go back, all right, fragments, these fragments, okay, they have they have a ver they have a chance, a very low chance to drop when you're doing crafting dailies. So you go out, so, so you, to get these fragments in the first place, you gotta do crafting dailies. And it's a very low chance to get these fragments. When you do the crafting dailies, all right, the chance of them dropping off these dailies increases with the higher tiered writs. But even still with the high tiered writs, the chance for dropping these these uh, fragments is very low. On top of that, let's just say, all right, you either got lucky or you're very diligent and you gather ten of these fragments, okay, from your uh, from your crafting dailies. You need to go out and you need to buy merethic restorative resins. 
You can get these um, in the Mages Guild from the Mystics. They're 25,000 gold for a piece of Morethic Restorative Resin. One resin is 25,000 gold. So you run out there, right? You do all of these, you do all these crafting dailies, however long it takes you to gather 10 of these fragments. Then you spend 25,000 gold and a Mage's Guild Mystic. Combine it all together and poof, you've got a chapter. Congratulations. You now have figured out your character can now craft one, one piece of armor or one of the eight types of weapons. And you don't dictate which piece, you don't dictate which kind of weapon or if it's a piece of or if it's a piece of armor or a weapon, it's just random. And, and here's another thing, like, you don't dictate whether it's heavy, medium, or light either. It's just, here's a random page. And it's either heavy, medium, or light in any of the seven pieces of armor, or it's just one of these weapons. So like, you may not even be able to use this stuff <laughs> after all of that. Um, so the grind, as they say, is it's very long and very intensive because likely you're the, your first go on this, you're gonna, you're not gonna get something that's even usable for yourself. But the hope is, is that maybe you can actually craft some of these things and maybe you know sell them on, sell them on uh, a guild, a guild store. You know, of course, if you've joined a good trading guild, that is. Uh, now you also have the chance when you're doing these crafting dailies and you're trying to get these fragments, okay? Um, when you, when you combine this stuff, all right, these, these fragments and these, these resins, it's a very low chance, but there is a chance that sometimes instead of getting a chapter, when you combine the fragments, the 10 fragments with the one resin, there's a chance that it won't create a chapter that'll create a full book. Now that book is gonna be all of those uh, seven pieces of armor. It's gonna be all of those in one of the three styles. So, so if you're crafting, so you got your 10 fragments, your one resin, you put it together and you're like, yes, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a chapter, I'm gonna get a chapter, and poof, here's a book. And you're like, oh, hell yeah. I got the book, that's even better, because now with that book, you can learn how to make all seven pieces of armor for either heavy, medium, or light armor. Again, very low chance, but it is there. All right, so let's say you learned, you learned your favorite uh, you learned your favorite chapter or you're lucky enough to get the full book. Well, slow down there, Tonto, because now you need Malachite. And Malachite around these parts is not easy to come by. Uh, <laughs> you have to... <laughs> uh, you gotta... <laughs> you, gotta <laughs> you actually have to make it, too. Just like the fragments. The fragments teach you how to do this stuff. The Malachite gives you the ability to actually do this stuff, to actually make this stuff. That's what Malachite does. Think of it that way. 
Otherwise, you're gonna make it, you're gonna make yourself as crazy as I made myself trying to figure this out about an hour ago. Um, so you, what you gotta do is you gotta you gotta find in order in order you have to make the malachite is what you have to do essentially. And the way you make the malachite is by gathering ten malachite shards. Okay, cool, right? No, not cool. <laughs> Hard as hell. <laughs> All right, because these ten malachite shards are only found in chests in the Imperial City. Now, higher level chests have a better drop rate for Malachite shards. But don't think you're you're walking up to like, you know, simple chests that you can lockpick or like intermediate chests that you can lockpick and like there's going to be a shard in there. Like don't think that's happening because it's not. All right. <laughs> Higher level chests will will have them more often than not. Uh, well, I shouldn't say it that way. I should say the chance is much better. Um, I don't know if it's going to be more often than not. I heard the drop rate on these chests is like pathetically low too. Um, so you're running around Imperial City you're like, ooh, cool, a chest. You unlock the chest. Boom, there's your 10th shard. You've been trying for, you know, three weeks. You finally got your 10... Malachite shards, you put them all together and bango, there's your Malachite block and it's bound to your account. Uh, now you should also be aware that when you're searching for these shards that, that chests, chests that you unlock, or I should say um, if you use a treasure map to find a chest, that chest has a much higher drop rate for these Malachite shards too. There you go. That's crafting glass armor so what's all the big hubbub with the crown store well uh if you take five thousand crowns you can buy a book that gives you the ability to craft all of that weapons eight all, all of the eight weapons all of the seven pieces of armor for all three heavy medium and light armor styles just like that Poof. You're, you're a genius. 5,000 crowns, and you're a genius in armor. Oh, it doesn't... The deal actually gets sweeter, guys. On top of it, if you buy now... Wait, there's more! Really? There's more? Yes, sir, there is more. With 5,000 crowns, not only will you be able to craft all eight weapons, all seven pieces of armor... In all three heavy, medium, armor styles, yes, you will also get 10 Malachite. No, little Johnny, not the shards. Not the shards? No, little Johnny, 10. Count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 pieces of Malachite. Wow, what a deal. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Freaking 10 blocks of Malachite and... All of the knowledge in the world on on crafting glass for 5,000 crowns. Oh, and if you need refills on that Malachite, no worries. Like, 500 crowns will get you another stack of 10. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. Like, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Your, your, mouth's, your mouth's open. Close it. <laughs> yeah. They're also selling Malachite on the store in stacks of 10 for 500 crowns. Just think about that for a second. What do you have to do to get Malachite? 
You have to run around the Imperial City. Good luck with that. With Zerg... With Zerg... believe they're doing this <laughs> he got freaking zergs running around all the imperial city and you're just going to stop pvping for a second because there's a chest over there like you know you, you <laughs> in the in the hope in the rare hope <laughs> that, that you're going to open this freaking thing and there's going to be one shard in there and you got to collect 10 of those and that's after You've done all of your your crafting writs for God knows how long, trying to trying to get ten of these fragments to learn a chapter, and hopefully you're lucky enough to get a freaking book so you get it faster. The grind for this glass armor is is really long and very difficult, and it should be all right. But to acquire this through the crown store is in, is way too easy. Now, let me ask you this. What are you going to do? Are you going to do that ridiculously long grind that's going to have you jamming your head up against a, a, a wall? Because trying to collect that Malachite is actually far more frustrating than collecting the fragments, and the fragments are very frustrating to collect too. Or are you going to spend the you know uh, 5,000 crowns to just have the knowledge of working of doing all of this? plus 10 malachite and then taking that stuff that you make glass armor glass weapons do you have any idea how much that's going to go for on the crown store uh, not the crown store on uh, on uh, guild stores right now any idea tens of thousands of gold just the just the um restorative resin is 25,000 gold from a, gold pieces from a vendor if you if you're spending 25,000 gold pieces at a vendor just to have the ability to learn how to do how to craft one piece of glass armor or one type of glass armor weapon how much are you going to turn around and sell that weapon for or that piece of armor for probably upwards near 50,000 gold because you got to recoup what you've spent. So, right now, if this stuff... And I have no idea what it's going for in the guild in the guild stores right now. But if it's going for 50,000 gold, and it probably should... Did, do you think all of those people, you know, like spent 25,000 gold on... At least... On making that item that they're selling? Probably not. They probably spent 5,000 crowns. Just to have the ability to make that thing. And they're selling it on the store. For, you know, whatever they're selling it for. Let's just say it's 50,000. It doesn't matter though. I mean, <laughs> whatever you're paying for this glass armor on on one of these uh, guild trading stores is, is going to be ridiculously overpriced if the person purchased it from, from the crown store. Um, had they not purchased it from the crown store and actually learned all this on their own, then, you know, it's not, it's gonna, it's, it's an extremely high price, but, you know, it's not really ridiculously overpriced. I, I guess what I'm trying to point out is that this 
offering it on the crown store has a lot of has, has a lot of problems and implications here. <laughs> Number one. I'm, I'm like, I'm so flabbergasted, I could barely get the words out. <laughs> That's how bad this is. <laughs> Number one, all right, it's obviously designed to funnel people from actually doing the work into the crown store to spend money in the crown store. That's 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 probably the most egregious thing that's going on here that I can think of off the top of my head here. Uh, funneling people into your crown store is not the way this should be running. Okay? When we say you don't ever allow something on your crown store that can't be obtained in game, that doesn't mean Zoss has the green light to make something obtainable in the game only by bending over backwards to this degree. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. The drop rates on these items that you need in order just to learn how to do it is insane. It's insanely low. And then the drop rates on how to get the Malachite the Malachite shards is insanely low. And there's a lot of pieces of armor. No one is... You can't just, you know, have the ability to make glass armor pauldrons. You gotta know how to make the whole damn thing. So what, what difference does it make if you can just make one or two pieces of, of the armor right now? Like, you have to continue to do that grind. And it's extremely long, and, and it's going to be very frustrating. And people are then going to um, refuse to uh, to do it anymore, unfortunately. And they're going to go to the crown store. So, is the armor really? Is this really obtainable in game? If your if your threshold of being able to obtain it is as high as it is, versus how easy it is to get it in the crown store? No, this is not this is not the same thing at all whatsoever. And when Aloha Wendy, when Aloha said this is crap, she's right. This is crap. And quite frankly, it's unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. Now, we already screwed the pooch on this one. What what should Zoss do at this point to to make this right? They need to increase the drop rates. That's what they need to do. The drop rates on, on, this, on these fragments are far too low. They need to increase the drop rates on the fragments they need to increase the drop, right, drop rates on the Malachite shards. And they need to lower the gold cost of those um, Merethic Restorative Resins. They need to drop that significantly. Like, by more than half. 
because it's far too easy to go into the crown store, spend 5,000 crowns to learn how to do all of it, and then 500 crowns to get a stack of 10, a stack of 10 Malachite. It's nuts. This, and, and the other problem here is that glass armor and its motif has not been out long enough at all. This only came out, what, three weeks ago? And now it's on the crown store and it's this easy to obtain? Like if, if glass armor has been out for six months and most of you are like really interested dedicated crafters in the game had the ability to craft this stuff anyway then i'd say all right it kind of makes sense it's been out for six months you know concerning considering the drop rates and how long it's been out it's really not uh it's it's really not that long of a time but it's been out for six months at least you know a lot of the dedicated crafters they've got it already um you know, okay, fine, it's there. They said it was coming, we knew it was coming, now it's here. But it hasn't, it's been three weeks, if that. It hasn't even been a month yet. And now it's out in the crown store? That's bullshit. And this is the fear that everyone had when this game went buy to play with a crown store. This is the fear that we had, that they would start developing the game and gearing the gameplay toward the crown store. I gotta tell you, <laughs> uh, I don't know if, if one of my hosts has announced it on Twitter yet. I think they did, but he's not he's not subscribed to the game anymore as a direct result of this. Why? Why subscribe to the game? Is your is your daily money or your your monthly your monthly money going into this game, creating the kind of game that we all want to play? If the answer is no then you shouldn't be subscribing to this game anymore. And I'll tell you right now, I am seriously considering for the first time dropping my subscription. They don't need my money. If they're charging 5,000 crowns, I think that's what, like 50 bucks? They're charging 5,000 crowns for this sort of stuff. You don't need my money. You're getting paid hand over fist in that crown store by a ton of people who want to go in there right now. Right now and buy the knowledge to do this, turn that around and churn a ton of glass armor and weapons out, throw it on the guild stores and make a ridiculous amount of gold doing it. Why not? You're gonna, I mean, why not? Why not? You know, no one else is doing it right now. It's not like the people who are actually crafting this legitimately, who are going through all these steps, are even going to be able to catch up to the people purchasing the ability to do this through the crown store anytime soon in the next six months. If you want to make a ton of money in the game right now, you might as well buy this stuff in the crown store, make a ton of it, and flood the market. Which is another problem. Now you're flooding the market with high with with high level crafting materials 
you don't see the simple like the simple broken economics that this possess that this this brings into the game. And the most important, the I, I'd say the most heartbreaking portion of this whole thing is that this is so. short-sighted very short-sighted this is the here and now kind of business model right here right now let's just do what we need to do in order to make money instead of instead of building a game that's going to have a lot of content and as a result be be very fun and and interesting and hold our players attention for the duration therefore holding their subscription for a long time let's just let's just do the the quick and easy thing throw in a crown store we have no idea what we're putting in this crown store because you know game hasn't been out long enough for us to offer things in the crown store that's going to be you know fun and interesting to have so we're going to fill it with a whole bunch of crap that uh, no one's really going to want after a while. <laughs> and just make sales right now. And then we'll just keep filling it with crap. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out something to... You know, we've got some really good devs. Whatever. They'll figure something out to put in there. No, that's wrong. This is not how to do it. You don't, you don't come out with a high-level crafting... You don't come out with a high-level high crafting uh, you know, motif and, and, and racial style. And then sell it on your crown store three weeks later, when it takes a ridiculously long time to gather the materials in order to learn how to do this, and then gather more materials to learn how to to effectively craft this stuff in the first place. You're going to break your in-game economy, and you're creating the type of environment in these in this game that your players don't want to have. And you're, and, the, and those players are not going to be dedicated to the game. They're not going to be community members. They're going to be here and now members. I'm going to play this game right here, right now, because there's nothing better out there on the market. Once that comes, I'm just going to leave. Instead of building a game that's going to hold our attention for the long run. Anyway, um, I know my hosts would have a lot to say as well, and we're going to pick up this discussion and um, talk about these these things again in the next episode of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Um, on to more interesting things, or I should say uh, more community-related uh, items. Uh, ESOTR Guild. We've merged ESOTR Stendar... ESOTR Akatosh and ESOTR Meridia into one guild, and that is just ESOTR. Um, we talked we talked about this for quite a while, all the the guild leaders and, and myself, um, and we we had a we had a really interesting back and forth on um, on Twitter through a direct message. We talked about it for quite a while, 
And it just seemed like this going, taking, taking the three guilds and merging them into one guild was, as we talked about it, all the pros and cons, um, it, it just seemed like it was the, the, the best thing to do for, for the guilds. Um, originally we were thinking about doing this a while back because in a related note to the crown store, uh, people are leaving the game <laughs> and, um, we don't have the kind of interaction in our guilds that we used to anymore. Um, I mean, just to be frank and honest, like people are getting pissed off with Zoss and they don't really feel like much playing this game anymore. And the people that we do have in the guild are very dedicated to the game. They love the game. They love playing it. Um, the people that have left, same thing, you know, they love playing it, but only so much. And, and this nonsense that they're doing with the crown store is very disheartening as well as a whole host of other things that they're doing at Zoss that's extremely disheartening. Don't even get me started on the current community team and what the hell they're doing. They need to pull their heads out of their asses. They really honestly do. Like, I'm just... I'm just furious. Absolutely furious with what's going on with them right now. And how they're treating, you know, producers like myself and, and Tales of Tamriel and everyone else out there. It's just... It, it's just... I've never in my life seen the kind of nonsense that these folks are pulling off. It's just really bullshit. So, uh, and it just continues too. like, it just doesn't stop. Um, I mean, right now the, the community team just sucks ass. They're horrible. So, um, between the crown store and some of that going on and, and the fact that, you know, the game hasn't really had a substantial update, uh, until very most recently, which is, you know, primarily a PVP update, though there is a lot of fun PVE stuff to do. Um, it's a long haul to wait to Lorsinium. So, you know, people are just moving on. And as a result, our, our guilds are, are not as full and, and verbose as they used to be anymore. And, and planning out events has become very, very, very tough. So we're merging the three guilds into one. Um, with all of our guildies under one roof, all right, there's a lot more interaction going in our guild chat now. Um, plus, another thing that is kind of awesome <laughs> is having all of our leaders together in one in one guild chat. So we've got much. <laughs> no idea what that was. <laughs> uh, we've got much better uh, communication going on with you know a single message of the day. All of our leaders are available in one roster, one chat room as well. You know, if, if one of our leaders is not online. And you could check the roster, and that's all of them right there. Like you don't have to worry about, you know, is this the person that I need to reach out for this particular guild? Like, no, there's only one guild. You don't have to worry about are you asking the right person for the right guild for your faction. So it makes it easy to send messages. Um, plus, it's easier for us on the show to shout out the fact that we have a guild instead of like requiring our members to or I should say our listeners, uh, requiring our listeners to um, remember which guild to join for their faction. It's just, it's straightforward and it's easy. It's completely painless. Just remember, 
The same thing we tell our PS4 group and our Xbox One group. ESOTR. That's all you need to know. ESOTR. That is the guild. We accept all factions into the guild. So it doesn't matter what faction. You can join our guild and have fun talking to everybody. Uh, for PvP pur purposes, the... Uh, say that ten times fast, huh? <laughs> uh, game forces us to ally with other factions. So we... We chose the Daggerfall Covenant for this. Um, for many of us who've been in the guilds from the beginning, all right, it's it's been our favorite faction. Now, I'm not speaking in regards to all of our guild leaders. This is one of the things that the guild leaders uh, and, and myself, we all just kind of like, we're like, eh, DC, eh. You know, not all of us are happy with that. The majority of us are, but some of us were not. But we we chose the DC for a few reasons. Um, number one, for me, it, it does happen to be my favorite faction. Um, so I was leaning towards that decision. We also have got Dancing with Daggers, which is a very popular uh, stream that we're doing these days. That's a Daggerfall Covenant based. So it's it's easier for for me and and some other people as well to kind of get involved with that show. If we're if we're in the Daggerfall Covenant too, um, and then once I here's another thing. All three of our guilds, our Daggerfall Covenant guild, the members were a lot more active with each other than the other members in the other guilds. Now that's not to say that you know the members of our other of our Aldmeri Dominion guild and our Ebonheart Pack guild like they were not active with each other or that they were bad members i'm not saying that at all what i am saying though is that our Daggerfall Covenant guild their participation with each other was far greater um so that that really kind of moved that decision quite heavily over toward DC too as well um, and then we kind of talked a little bit more and we sort of realized that here, here it's kind of a funny thing in the game and I, I, I kind of sort of love the game for this a little bit if you're if you're in the Aldmeri Dominion you hate the Ebonheart Pact if you're in the Ebonheart Pact you hate the Aldmeri Dominion but no one like absolutely hates the Daggerfall Covenant. Like, there are some people who really hate the Daggerfall Covenant, but neither of those factions, like, really look to just go after the DC with a vengeance. So it, it actually, like, the Daggerfall Covenant happens to be, like, the one faction that's not quite so polarizing. It's like the Green Party in America. <laughs> I don't know if it's that, that non-polarizing, but... <laughs> um. They're not. It's not a very polarizing faction to be in. There's really not a whole lot of hate for it. Um, so that was the other thing. So all of these tiny little things considered, we're like, all right, let's just. We have to pick a faction. We have to. The game forces you to pick a faction. So I picked the Daggerfall Covenant. Also, full well knowing that our members are PVE centered. We're not PVP centered. So, I mean, is this really that much of a, a problem? Was another thing we were asking ourselves. Like, I really don't think it's an issue. Really, we don't. Um, 
We know there's some members out there that don't like the Daggerfall Covenant and they would you know, prefer us to make a different choice. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to make a choice. And, uh, and we chose the DC. And uh, so, there, so there it is. Um, when it comes to PvP functions, you know, if you want to make a PvP event, we've always been the type of guild, collectively, where we get members from all of the other other guilds and the, all the other factions, and we just meet up for a friendly event in Cyrodiil anyway. So, like, that's not going to change. N none of us are PvP-centered, so... I, I mean, you know, and then on top of it, there's these rumors out there that... that um, uh, Zoss is going to start allowing you to group up cross-faction for, for certain PvE content. So, uh, we'll let you know how much that costs on the Crown Store, too, by the way. Uh, anyway, who can you message in order to get an invite to ESOTR? Um, it's a long list. I don't expect you to remember any of it. But uh, I, I hope that I can at least get you familiarized yet again. With, uh, with these names. First and foremost is Nerevar Telvani. That's Nerevar hyphen Telvani. Uh, Carnigan as well. Myself, Ivarwin. Uh, KDR Mickey. Mistress Lebeau. Rage Philosophy and Ray. That's spelled W-R-A-Y. Ray. Also, uh, if that's difficult to remember any of those names, and I can understand why it would be, um... You can also tweet at ESOTR Guilds. That's ESO, at ESOTR Guilds. And just ask, like, hey, who can, is there anyone online that can send me an invite? Here's my at name, and we'll, we'll get back to you with an invite. <laughs> All right. So, in, in summation, um, The one guild, ESOTR, has been has been very successful. Uh, guild chat is active. It's fun. People are having a good time. We did Dancing with Daggers uh, last week. And um, we had a lot of participation. And it was a lot of fun. Um, my gameplay has been fantastic. <laughs> really has. That Dungeon Diary is, is just it's great. I've been playing a lot of Skyrim. I'll talk about that on the next Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Um... Orsinium, hey guys, look out for uh, a a uh, a an an announce date for Orsinium very 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 soon. Um, whenever whenever at TES online um, gives us a tiny little bit of information, uh, what's sure to follow should be a release date on this. I'm expecting it very soon, probably on the next ESO live. So, whenever that's going to be, um, we'll probably get a release date for Orsinium. Exciting stuff, guys. Exciting stuff. Looking forward to Orsinium. Uh, and and uh, Glass Armor. Um, Zoss, if, if, you, if you happen to have wandered into our podcast and you're able to uh, really bear down and, and focus very hard on listening... Uh, to what we're we're saying here, um, you need to change this. C crafting right now for glass armor, this is this is ridiculous. You need to change it. It's not necessarily broken, but 
you need to, I know you're not going to take it off the crown store. I'm not even suggesting that. Far be it for me to suggest such a, such a ridiculous notion. I know, I know, but that's me. Um, but you gotta, you got in order to make your players happy again about this, I highly suggest it is in your best interest, not mine. I don't care. I could care less. I don't craft. I'm not into it. I'm not going to buy this stuff. So whatever. This isn't me. You're not making my life any better. Okay? But you might actually sell a few more units of your game if you pretend like you give a shit and d increase the drop rates on these motif fragments, decrease the cost of the Morethic Restorative Resins, and increase the drop rates of the Malachite Shards. Like, you've got to do that. It has to be done. Sorry, like I, there's just really no no two ways about it. I, I we know you're not taking it off the store, and the drop rates on this is extremely low. The price for the resins is too high, and all told, you're adding a situation into the game that is detrimental to your in-game economy. How long do you want to let that? go on for why don't you ask Sony Online Entertainment how long they let that go on for for EverQuest see where that led them <clears throat> next Elder Scrolls off the record um, I'm hoping I'm hoping we're going to be able to do one this week if not uh, the second week of, of October will be uh, likely when it comes around. Okay? Second week of October. Hopefully we're able to do it Sunday on the 4th. I'm hoping that that's the day that we can do this. If not, follow us at Elder Scrolls OTR and uh, we'll let you know. No worries, guys. The Winter, uh, the fall and the winter should be a lot better with our schedule now that the violent New York City summer has come and gone. And uh, the UN General Assembly is going to uh, close at the end of this week. Hopefully uh, work will give me a few days to sort of spend sitting down with uh, my hosts and you guys and talking about, uh, talking about all this stuff. Anyway, until then, thank you for listening. Um, always much appreciated on this podcast exclusive have a great night and i'll see you soon